Updating. Five, four, three, two, let's roll! I gotta have like a 40 ounce. I'm in here. Call me a hipster. Awesome, dude. She doesn't know that. I do community service, but I'll still buy my chicken. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Oh yeah, you specified. <laughs> I ended up finally getting my iPhone 6. I get the phone, and I realize, like, I had the, the 4S before, which is noticeably smaller. Is that what you... It's a little bit smaller. You have, have the 5. 5C. So it's a little bit smaller than that. Um, thicker, but, like, shorter. Amazing. And it fit nicely into my pocket or That's whatever. That's what she said. Now I got this gigantic monstrosity, and it's the regular. It's not the the uh, six extreme or whatever it is. It's like the the, the smaller of the two. They sh- I was they showed a commercial during um, the World Series the other day. It was talking about how big the screen was. I, I yeah, thought when the six came out, I didn't really hear that much about it. That's pretty. That looks like a galaxy. But, but okay, so I have an iPad Mini, my MacBook, and this, and I'm like I put this on top of my. They're my, all the same size. Yeah, I put this on top of my MacBook or my uh, iPad Mini, and I'm like. What do I need an iPad mini for anymore? This does everything I need. So I'll probably end up giving that to my kid. But uh, I'll buy buy it off at your lowest moment. My thing is this. Okay, I understand it's cool to have a bigger screen. But for a guy, what do you do with your phone? What do you do with your phone? You put it in your pocket? I put it in my pocket. What's in your pockets during a normal day? Who's not in my pockets? No, (laughs) I said what's in your pockets? (laughs) What's not? uh, Here's what goes in my my pockets. Wallet, um, phone, headphones for the phone and money that's it unless you wear cargo shorts i mean i feel like i try to put it in my pocket i walked around for five minutes and i know how lexington steel feels at this point i don't know how you could walk around maneuver with a giant phone like this well and the other thing too is the bigger the phones get the smaller the women's pockets are getting (laughs) <laughs> Every pair of jeans my wife has the like you could you, there's no way you could fit a pack of well, cigarettes in them. But the, they they have purses. So what I'm asking you is like what are you basically have to walk around with your phone. What in I'm your getting hand. at is they have these tiny pockets and a third of their phone fits in the pocket and the rest sticks out. It's like it's like wearing a sign that goes like rob me. Right. Pick my pocket. I'm a 13 year old girl. I weigh 110 pounds. Push me over and take my seven hundred dollar phone. Bras with three quarters of the material hanging out. Good. Pockets with three quarters of the material hanging out. Bad. Depends on how many iPhones are in the bra, but I, I know exactly what you mean. So, yeah, now I have this conundrum of what to do with my phone. I have to carry it in my hand at all times. So now what I do is I basically, since I have to carry it in my hand all the time, I just record audio of everything, you know. And uh, I'll show you a little bit later, but uh, I recorded my son. I, I made my son go out on a bike ride, and I was able to record because he sees me holding the whole thing the whole time. He doesn't realize that I'm recording. But you're riding on a bike with your brand new, super fancy phone that you had to like. I can ride one hand. How many I'm, men from Texas to get? I'm 38 years old. I can I can manage riding a bike with one hand. You better hope you have the best <laughs> case ever because that's bad. Look how hard you had to. I can't believe you're so irresponsible with your phone right now. <laughs> Look how hard all the trials and tribulations you went through to get this phone. One for you and your wife. And you're going to go for a, a mountain biking escapade while holding it. A phone-related thing I have to ask you. And I'm not going to get personal here. But have you ever? has someone ever accidentally sent you a text message that wasn't meant for you? Yeah, okay. of course. I was having a conversation with one of my buddies the other day. 
And what happens is I guess a lot of times if multiple people are texting you, the text thread changes. And if you're not looking down at your phone and you're just, you know, you're just texting, you might, someone else's text may jump in and you might be responding on the the wrong page. It's kind of like a smart order that way. So my buddy started sexting me, not to me. Yeah, he did. And I'm sitting there thinking like, how far am I going to let this thing go? And... Well, so, I mean, was he giving you multiple texts without any response? Yeah, because they were coming fast and furious. Obviously, he was trying to elicit exactly a response what he from was his typing. I'm coming fast and furious. <laughs> no, he, I don't want to get into what he was typing, but it was definitely yeah, as I, I was progressing more and more. I'm like, oh, where's this going to go? And I thought I was going to get the DP, so I had to hurry up and send him a picture. He's like, he's got like premature ejaculation when it comes to sexting. Uh, you know what I mean? Like he, you got to. You got to have a couple that come back your way. What are you wearing? Yeah, he was just fired. Well, here's the thing. There was no give and go. He's just like Yeah, if the he he was he was firing on all cylinders. He was he was just whatever. So he's again, a bad sexter. I would agree. But he's a bad lover on the phone. Because I was afraid the DP was coming, I turned around and said, "Well, I'm going to hurry up and quick send him a message." <laughs> I and, can't believe you didn't let that play out. Only, be, only because. How did you miss that golden goose? Yeah, man. Well, I was looking at it with another person because we were we basically sent a text messing with this guy, and he sent a text back basically telling us to you know you that's, know that's the other weird part. Then he's talking to your buddies like, "Hey, you're gonna watch the game tonight?" Oh yeah, like you know what I mean? Like so. Hey, anyways, I need somebody to work for me tomorrow. Is anyone available? And then I'm gonna f- pull your nipple out and I'm gonna fucking bite it hard. Like, right? That's we- he's going back and forth. He was, yeah, he was multitasking between two conversations. One which was a straight conversation. The other one was which was obviously a uh, a lurid, dirty, nasty, disgusting conversation. Uh, but I ended up putting a picture of me and the other guy at the end of it. You know, where I, that's how I stopped it, where we were making like a face like, oh my God. And that's how it got sent back to him, which he, you know, he ended up being like completely mortified and embarrassed. Cupping the other. Yeah. But I, (laughs) I broke up, I broke up the conversation by asking him if, if it was my, the way I looked in my tight underwear that, that was making him feel in such a manner. Then he must've looked down to read the response and saw that it came from me and was like, wait, whoa, whoa. I just can't believe he was, was he texting like the way you do, like as far as just like. A short bit, then another bit, then... You know what I mean? It's, instead of, like, waiting for this long novel... He may have been voice texting. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, he wasn't... He It was short, you know, a line here, a line here, a line here. That's so weird that he's just pumping him at whoever the partner is without without any uh, cooperation <laughs> on, on her end, you know? Right. No, oh, yeah, I agree. It was very strange. He's and, like, and then I'm gonna, you know, fill in the blank, and then right. I'm gonna tell you, and then I'm gonna, and you're gonna, and by like, slow, like, whoa, 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 slow down, man. <laughs> Once she's like, <laughs> and then eventually she'll text back something like, well, then I'm just gonna, I'm gonna put my hand on your thigh bucket, I'm done. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> right. he's already, he blew his cellular wad. Once she gets him going, it was over. If he's that close to finishing by the time she's like, uh, you know, like, he sends her all these messages, and she's like, I'm wearing a a pink nighty. Oh, forget it. I'm assuming she <laughs> sent. A, I'm assuming she sent a picture, and he was riffing off the picture based on what he was saying. Right, right, right. <laughs> but the whole thing just got out of control way too fast, and I put a stop to it. And not, like, I would ask you, and obviously, I know the answer. Should I have let this thing play out? But then, yes. like, but but what if your friend then sends you the DP? Dude, you do a podcast. What if your friend That's... sends you the DP though? You, you're, it Worth changes it. your friendship Worth forever. It. No, it changes the friendship For, forever. Well, I'm not sure what DP means. I'm assuming it's his balls. But but no, it's a picture of his D DP. A DP. Oh, a, oh, a DP. Okay. Well, if he get, if he sends you the DP, it doesn't change your friendship. 
No, it strengthens it. Because now I'm like, I, anytime you want, I can just make fun of your D. Right. In the P. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? No problem. But I told Do you, you send that out to your other your other Fs? No, I don't send out <laughs> DPs to my other Fs. That's F you. <laughs> no. Well, my I told you before, since doing the podcast now, I'm so hungry for like material and stuff that I'm like Jim Carrey and Yes Man. <laughs> Anybody asks me anything, they're like, hey, dude, you want me to send you a DP? Yep. Go ahead. <laughs> but so if someone was to walk up and, and lay that at my feet like like a cat that was catching mice and dropping them in the I back know, door for you. I know, man. I feel like I missed I definitely missed an opportunity for sure. I would have filled it in with so many like gay references to see if he would have been like, <laughs> Yeah, I'll let you put it in my A. Right. And then and then I would have never ever yeah, but once Ever I once I replied, once though? I replied, he realized it was me and it was the wrong person. The, the key to it was oh, to let it roll. Yeah, because once he looked back you're at the right. response, yeah, yeah, he yeah. goes, "Oh, you're right, I'm dumb. That wouldn't yeah. work." But I'm sure it really. I'm wondering if it ruined his or if he. See, here's the thing. He did it, did it just waited? Did it ruin his mood or did he go? He'd yeah, I gotta make a quick explanation to this guy and then I'm going back to the other conversation. He'd already jade by then. So <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> it was no big deal. <laughs> It's Michael Rappaport, and you're listening to the Hey My Man podcast. Uh, did you do your FaceTime homework? And basically uh, what I asked you, just to give a quick, uh, for anybody who's a new listener and for anybody who uh, managed to uh, miss out on last week's episode or forgot, uh, I decided last week, I, I don't know how I stumbled across it, but I, I was using FaceTime to talk to my kid or something, and I'm like, man, how awkward. Like, who, what, what grown man uses FaceTime other than to talk to your kids or like an annoying, you know, like you said, you know, I have, you have your kids call your brother, like just doing, you know, it's annoying. Yeah. But yeah. what other re- real use is there? And so I then put to you and put to all our listeners, hey, your homework, uh, if you choose to accept it, is to call someone that you know will be made to feel awkward using FaceTime and then make them carry the conversation and act like it's not strange that you're using FaceTime. Yeah. Anybody who doesn't know what FaceTime is, it's like Skype. We're basically, with the smartphones now, you're able to do a, a video, a live video conversation where you could see the person's face. Video chat. <clears throat> yeah, I, I couldn't find any good victims in this short week. Uh, you know, a lot of people was people that I, a lot of people that have wanted to do it to um, don't have iPhones. I, I Honestly, I don't know that many people with iPhones, which I know is lame. I'm going to find a good target this week. But I was taking in... I was getting responses via like Twitter and people were sending me messages that they had done. homework. <clears throat> yeah. Guys were doing it to their coworkers and, uh, the lo- I guess the longest, the longest one went maybe like a minute or two. They said it was just very quick. People, people immediately, what I found out from feedback is they immediately get mad after about 20 seconds. Like, what are you doing? Why are you, why are you doing this? <laughs> well, like, they didn't realize they accepted a FaceTime call. And then men, when they, <laughs> men respond with anger. They I get really pe- pissed off. I had several people send me the, you know, the automatic, text response that says like i'm busy or your phone gives you like hey why are you facetiming me like my brother-in-law steve i sent him i did it to him and then he called me back on the phone and was like dude why are you trying to why are you facetiming me that's what i thought i would get too is a lot of just return but so what you gotta try what i'm asking you guys i'm let's turn it up a notch so what what you need to do this time this week and like i said we want to hear the responses so hit us up on twitter or uh or facebook or or email Call the uh, 219-237-9040. If you're really froggy, um, do it with somebody else there and have them 
just tape it with their phone. Have them tape the conversation, you know, out of right. out of sight of the phone, and just. I, I would love to get video that we could have audio too of how angry the people get. Well, I think the key to it is is you need to tell an unsuspecting person, "Hey, I have to show you something real quick. Let me Facetime you." Then when they get you on, when you get them on Facetime, don't show them anything and just start having a conversation about whatnot. You know, get it started and then just stall angle. it out. Yeah, that's really the way it has to happen. Because if somebody sees FaceTime pop up, they're like, I'm not talking on FaceTime. That's, that's craziness. Yeah. But if you well, set it up like I'm planning on FaceTiming you for a purpose, then you have zero purpose once you get them on. Well, if you have free range with it, try. You all kinds of different Let bait. us know what all your me- what method bait. works works the best. All kinds of different bait will catch the fish. So, so again, uh, we want to put that challenge out there to uh, anyone and everyone. And then we want to hear back from you on, on how that worked out. We just uh, really like to make things awkward. We want to see how awkward we can get. Yeah, I know my cousin did it. He said he did it to his manager. And, uh, <laughs> that's he, he that's said, really he it was hilarious. So it was awesome. <laughs> I wish you could do it like for, for business, like companies, you know, when you're like calling in a Starbucks order or whatever you could do, which I don't think we're far from that. that that's, the, that's the next phase for sure. You know, all, like video chat, like you'd see on the Jetsons or something like that. They thought about this shit long ago. It's just now coming to fruition. Wouldn't that be bullshit if, like, say say you work at Domino's and somebody wants to FaceTime their order, then you have to, like, hold the phone up so they can look at the menu, and then you have to stare at their stupid faces going, um, no, do you have any specials? And then you have to move the camera to where the specials are. <laughs> uh, what's today? What's today? Today yeah, is it? No. Go back. They go, go back. back. Go back. How many... I need to see the toppings again. Right. So you're sitting there just fanning it like you're at like like you're at a like you're at a live music concert and you're just doing this like it's the lighter. It, it's it, it's more frustrating seeing their dumb faces uh, in person because you can look away. Right. You just go. Uh, I don't think so. You How much is this? You know, uh, often we do these, uh, what I like to call benovations, where historically you come up with an idea to better humanity, and then um, I take a huge shit on it, because it's usually a horrible idea. I have an idea that I thought about uh, this week, and I don't have my own theme music, so I'm going to steal yours. Check out my idea. Anyone who's ever eaten Chinese food knows that uh, the container, the fast food container that Chinese food comes in, first, I don't know why, but it seems like the only kind of container out of all the fast, most stuff comes in bags or whatever, but these, it's, they compact it into these little boxes. And you could probably leave it out for an hour and it never loses, it retains the heat. So I thought about you know doing something, because we always talk about bums and homeless people, why don't the people who manufacture these uh the packaging for chinese food takeout make larger size ones for homeless families but then they have to all get in it yeah as that's, tight as possible then. well i mean think about it if you're a homeless family i'm sh- on the street i'm not talking about in a shelter and you probably would sleep close together anyway mm-hmm. so why not have you could walk down the street and you could design it you could cut a little door into it you could do some fancy things but it would basically mock up the the chinese food delivery uh box it would be like a, like a sleeping bag for homeless people almost. yeah but they would be standing up yeah you'd have to right? be standing up because otherwise, uh, it wouldn't work. I don't think homeless people like to stand up that long. Well, but if they got to stay inside of a 
food container. The only problem is, is get <laughs> they got to stay in a food container. They definitely you'd have to draw the thing. door on because you it would lose heat if you actually had the door. Which that's the way it's sort of like. Uh, I guess the way it's constructed probably helps contain the heat. It has that like waxy film on it. You'd literally have to climb in through the top and then fo- have somebody else fold the top down. I mean, it's 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 something I'm I'm sort of snowballing the idea, it's in but its infancy stage right now. Yeah, I thought about how great it would be to to take something like that onto uh, like Shark Tank. Well, d- and j- just like a what do you call it? Like a mock up. Where it's just literally a Chinese, like Chen's Chinese food, and like a, like a step ladder, and you just you're just like Mark. My meter's going nuts. Hold on, help me up here, and you get in there, or you put the sharks in there, and then you just close the top of the lid. The only problem is, is you know these asshole kids, they just they could, I guess, push you over. It's kind of like a, the porta potty effect. Yeah, and it, but it would it would hurt pretty bad considering you're all standing well, yeah. up and you know. Yeah, you got nowhere to go at all. Well, let me ask you this. So as to not make the homeless people feel so bad for sleeping in takeout containers, what if it was something more self-respecting and, I would argue, more thermal? Like a thermos, right? It's not breathable, dude. Uh, you have to screw on the top. Well, I have holes in it. How breathable is Chinese, how breathable is Chinese box in the windows? It's going to get folded I mean, up tight like origami, right? Yeah. In order to keep heat. That's the only so problem is you have to either. have another homeless buddy... Fold your shit down and then unfold you in the morning. Little straws or little holes and long straws. <laughs> so they would be like, uh, they'd be like in every movie when the people are That's to let the farts out? Yeah. Well, that's how it would probably keep it even warmer. The farts? Yeah. Well, yeah. Hell yeah. You could stay in a Chicago winter that way. <laughs> but I mean, you know, like in every one of those cartoons when they hide from the bad guy, they have the, like, right. the long straw and they, like, they breathe through like the reed in the swamps or whatever. I think this is a million dollar idea. I like it, but I'm just saying. No, maybe not just Chinese. Maybe don't limit it to just Chinese food. Like, also wrap them like a burrito in aluminum foil, and then be like, "Here, you guys are a burrito family." I mean, yeah, I, I guess if think a Hispanic homeless family of four is going to want to be in a Chinese container, I think that just the I they, they usually have really cool like drawings on the sides of maybe a dragon well, or something cool. This, would they not feel more comfortable wrapped up like a burrito? Uh what did you give the guys who stood up in your wedding? I didn't have a wedding. I elooped. All right. Yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah. Uh, yes, and I gave them all. What have you flasks. ever st- have you ever stood up in somebody's wedding? Yes. Okay. What do you normally get? I got a flask from my brother. Uh, I got a flask from my brother. I. Don't know. I stood up in my buddy Phil's wedding too, and I can't remember a Zippo. Yeah, maybe. I can't remember something cool. Well, two things that are crazy. I don't smoke anymore, so I hate when I get a Zippo, even though I love Zippos. It makes you want to smoke again. I haven't seen anyone use a Zippo yeah. since like my. I was just gonna years. say that. Who? Where do you even see a Zippo anymore? However, oh. most people either give away the flask or the Zippo. Um. That's pretty much it, you know. You that that's like standard. Maybe I don't know if that's a Midwest thing or not, but you get a, a flask or a Zippo, and they monogram it, yeah, right? And it, which makes it completely dishes. ugly, and nobody nobody wants that. So I suggest instead of spending the money on a monogrammed lighter, which you know I did the same thing. You go, you write Ben or you whoever's name on it. Now it's it's gaudy. I just want the, the Zippo. I don't need well, to put really, my name on it. It's really um, it'll. 
outclassed the rest of your Oh, you know what? It well. used to be pocket watch was the other big thing for a while. I remember a couple of people I knew. My buddy Brandon always wore a pocket watch. I mean, Just giving away. Cause. But I suggest that maybe the groom gives out like a gift certificate to pay for half your tuxedo, maybe a limo to drive you to and fro the wedding. You know, if you're really going to give someone a gift for standing up on your wedding, you can give them a bunch of their time back and a bunch of their money back. <laughs> right. That's, that's, well, that's what I'm saying. Nothing. What would be better than getting a ride in a limo, sending a limo to pick up all your groomsmen and then take them home from the wedding at the end of the night? I'll tell you what would be better, me not having to pay $50 a plate for my food. That would be better than any, <laughs> any gift you can give me. That's what I want. I want to eat this wedding food, which is pretty good, but we're all in a hurry and we're dancing and partying. As a I want to not pay $50 As for a that groomsman, you food. still give a gift? Yeah, I think so. As hefty as the uh, gift you would have given if you weren't a groomsman? Yeah. Probably think, more, think, right? No, even if you're in it, well, even if you're in it, you have the bachelor party stuff, which costs money. Then there's like the night before. There ends up being like five times where you have to bestow gifts. Now, I know they throw a party or two. They just, it, I don't, The last wedding I went to, I had a great time, but I just thought like, this is all this big party that you're asking us to throw for you. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? It's not like, it's not like... I imagine the old tradition was, you know, we get married and we have this big party, come celebrate. No, it's all like, we want this huge party. It's like a fund anything. We're going to plan it. Getting married is like a fund anything campaign. If you all just donate $50 a piece, plus some other shit, some other dates and times. Oh, and then I'm also going to have like a shower because after you cover the plate, I still need blenders and shit. So if you could just sign up and fund anything, fund like, our marriage. Like I like, I like, not me, but... For example, if you if if the groom was like, yeah, I like the White Sox, and you know what would be really cool is if I take all my groomsmen and we go to New York and watch the White Sox play the Yankees. Oh uh, yeah, that'd be cool. and it's like yeah, that's great, but now I gotta play, I gotta get the time off of work, mm-hmm. I gotta. We're all out twelve hundred dollars, right? And then yeah. I that's not even your wedding yet. Yeah, then I gotta right. rent a tux, which is right. n- between one fifty and two hundred bucks for all the stuff. When you say these are all uh, cementing my I'm not decision telling, of why I eloped, I didn't put nobody out. For I'm not anything. telling anybody anything they don't already know. I was just suggesting. I thought about it. How about getting the groomsmen a limo ride to and from the wedding, or like you said, you know, hey, here's a coupon to not have to pay well, for a plate get, at my you wedding. Do get that most weddings have a limo, right? To and from you got to go to the church, and oh, then you take a limo. I want the limo to pick me up at my house. And drive me and my date to the wedding, and then you're gonna leave in a limo to the airport or you know wherever you're staying for the night. The groom and the bride, but that leaves the groomsmen to fend for a ride. You got to hope right. that your old lady's not standing up so yes. she can meet you with the car. It turns out Somebody to be a big mess. Somebody not drunk enough. To- so that's just my consideration. I don't know if you've ever thought about that, or I'd like to hear from other people. What are the, what's the worst? groomsman or bridesmaids gift you've ever got you know what they should have a i was saying like a wedding is a fund anything campaign they need to do that for divorce because that shit's expensive too well wouldn't you rather party with a dude who was who got divorced and like he was he was able to do whatever yeah because i mean your hands are pretty much tied when you're you're getting married divorce party compared to like i mean bachelor parties yeah they can get crazy but you know, the the more modern thinking is like, okay, go party, go see some strippers. But dude, you're getting married in a few days. Don't right. you know what I mean? Don't ruin blah 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 blah. But if it's a divorce party, it's like, no, 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 no. You're supposed to slay every woman right. in here. You're supposed to. Right. That's that's the party I would pay fifty dollars well, a plate for. Usually, the the bachelor party is for the friends of the bachelor. 
the bachelor sort of gets to hang out and do some cool stuff, but the other people are usually partaking in more of the uh, the activities than yeah. the bachelor. Yeah. So it would be the other way around. You'd actually be paying money for this to celebrate this guy's divorce. In between drunk, he would get going, to enjoy like, it. Dude, it's the biggest mistake. <laughs> Don't do it, bro. In between, what's well, already over? Because you would already be divorced. No, for the bachelor. Oh, party. I gotcha. Oh, for the divorce party. Right. Yeah. Gosh. I want, now, is don't it, you think that would be tra- it would trend though? Because everyone would be like, "Dude, I gotta get a divorce." Like you would see how much fun you were helping yeah, your buddy have, yeah. And you'd be like, well, "It's already done." If you were on the fe- if you were on the fence after that night, you would no yeah. longer you you, no. you would no longer You'd be, be like, on the "You fence. know what, you guys? I'm doing it too. Let's all do it. Let's all do it. <laughs> we should all get divorced right now." Since guys always shit on the guy that's about to get married, do they just stick with that same that same? You know, they always say like. Oh, don't do it. You're stupid. One woman for the rest of your life. Now, do they stay with that? And be well, like, I think here's the thing. Guys are guys that can't get divorced because their wife won't let them get a divorce. Right. They'll sit there and be like, you're going to be alone for the rest of your life. This is a That's huge mistake. You, should, you know what? Ultimately, man, you should just roll with the punches. And That was that was my thing is I was wondering, is it uh, are, are, are they going to just counter whatever? You know, because yes. I mean? when you get married, they go like, dude, you're stupid for doing it. Uh, trust me, bro. Five years in, there's no sex. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then, like, are they just going to shit on them? Get yes. divorcing? Or, that's what or a good friends do. I mean, don't good. That's what a good friend does. Is he shits on everything that you have that's good in your life? No, I don't think so. Well, that's where we, I think we finally figured out <laughs> how why I'm we're just different. To you say it, and I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. Right. <laughs> that's not how your good friends are. Mm-mm. They're supportive. I mean, your friend is supposed to bust your balls. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. I don't yeah, mean they tear down friends. everything you've ever built. Oh well, yeah, no, no, that's different. <laughs> yeah. Today is uh, Halloween, and it is thirty-seven degrees here in Chicagoland. Yesterday oh. it was like sixty degrees. Right? 65, something like that? Oh, yeah. I mean, 48 hours ago, it was in the 70s, I thought. Okay, so I decided, because I, w- I took the day off yesterday, to take a bike ride with my kid. Who My kid is predominantly an indoor kid, which most kids are these days. Same and thing. so, he, you know, he'll ride the bike. Or he rides his bike. He's nine years old. He'll ride around our, our square neighborhood. But he doesn't really stray too far. And I'm like, man, you ever get out there and you ever have adventures? Do you ever? And he's like, no. You know, I, I ride down the street to my friend's house and that's it. And we play video games. So I took him on a bike ride that was maybe three miles total. And during the bike ride, just listen. I, I recorded it. Like I told you, I had my phone out. <laughs> so just listen to the first, like, we're probably a quarter mile from the house, maybe. It's a beautiful day, isn't it? No. It's not supposed to rain. Taking a nice walk at this point. What? How far do you think we've gone from our house? Oh, about like 6,000 miles. Come on. Now you're not even riding your bike though, you're just pushing it. We should have brought water with us. Water? Yes. Dude, we're like three blocks from the house. Still. You're, you're 39 and I'm 39. So, what does that have to do with anything? <laughs> I, that doesn't make any sense. I'm five times your size. Shouldn't I need more water? I mean, I know you you considered yourself some sort of a scientist. No. No what? I need more water to grow. You're worried about growing right this second? I love kid life. We're literally like four blocks from the house. I thought we'd take a nice bike ride. I guess. He's dehydrated. I was like this. 
Dude, we're, we've literally gone less than a quarter mile. The farthest you've ever gone is around the block? Yes. Well, look, this is pushing yourself, man. <laughs> Dig deep. <laughs> Dude, look. Sweaty. Didn't you ever see the movie Stand By Me? No. Don't you, don't you ever want to go on an adventure? No. What would you rather be doing? I'd rather be drinking water right now. I'll when tell you what, thirsty? when we get to Centennial Park, I'll throw you in the water. And then you can drink as much as you need. <laughs> so He's like, these handlebars are making my hands all sweaty. I only have a couple more uh, shorter clips, but uh, it... Again, this so the next clip I'm probably it's probably five minutes later, and uh, we're I don't even know not even a quarter mile farther. I'm really thankful that you came on this ride. You're welcome. <laughs> Is he like? You're welcome. <laughs> he's about to cry. Super mad. Right go, what do you want to do? Like go once around the park? He's not enjoying this bike ride. No. Yeah, the dog ones. I guess if you got the dog ones, then I drink it all, so. He's prepared to drink out of the... you make a sound of you drinking out of a dog water fountain? Yes! No, are you having trouble breathing? You're having trouble breathing? <laughs> this is because you're an indoor kid, dude. No. You're not? No. I'm not sure if he's going to get that varsity letter real soon. <laughs> he's, he's having trouble breathing. And like I said, we're, we're, we're less than a half a mile from the ho- I mean, probably, well, I'll say half a mile just to, just to give him something, but um, this will pay off for you in a minute. So he needs water so yes, far. He, yeah, he's, and he's his tired. head hurts. He can't breathe very well. And oh he's had to God, forage dude. his bike through like maybe a block worth of grass in order to get from sidewalk to sidewalk. So you know how many miles your Minecraft guys run? No, it does not say under construction. It says warning unlevel pavement. Do you see any construction workers? Dude, you will come up with any excuse in the world. He's like, Yeah, we can't go there, it's under construction. And it was just like a like I said, a sign that said unlevel pavement. He's like, We gotta turn around and head back. We're too far. All right, this is the, this is the last. My one. kids already <laughs> learned the it's closed excuse. Anytime he doesn't want to do anything, because I've told him that so right. many times. So I go, hey, you gotta go. No, bedtime's closed. It's closed. <laughs> no matter what, it's closed. Not open. Let's take this path and see where it leads us. No. Yeah. Lost. How are we gonna get lost? We're less than a mile in it from our house. Every kid. What do you mean? Is this what I did when I was a kid? That's what every kid's supposed to do. Get out on your bike and ride, man. Like, Discover back. America, one block at a time. No Xbox out here, my man. What? It's hell in the hole, son. <laughs> you shot in World War II inspirational quotes. Yeah, then he's like, yeah. So I was super annoyed with him. I was trying to make it fun, trying to keep him active. My enjoyment came when we're riding down the path. And finally, I, f- I hit a bottle of water. My bike has a water bottle on it. Which uh, I didn't tell him. I didn't tell him about that. I had water the whole time. So (laughs) as as we're riding, and we're probably a mile in at this point, we're riding. It's just me and him on this path, and on either side of the path, there's like like thirty feet decline into like a a thicket of brush, and then there's a fence behind it, and then behind beyond that, there's a retention ditch. It's crazy with bike path, dude. What's up? Uh, I don't know. This is what it is. So he, we're riding, and I, as we're talking, I pop this water bottle off and I squirt it into my mouth, and he's looking at me like, "You son of a bitch! You had water the whole time." So he, I said, "Hey, would you, can I squirt it into your mouth while we're riding? You think you can handle it?" 
So he says, yeah, and this is what happens. You're like, here, Lord, my hands are getting sweaty. I have two pairs. Can you do it while you're riding? That's me laughing maniacally. Now listen closely. As we're going, I squirt the water bottle in his mouth. He misses. It splashes in his face and his eyes. He immediately starts turning to the right and goes down this into this culvert, (laughs) smashes into this thicket with like sticker bushes and like all kind of shit. And I can't, but you can now, if you listen closely, you'll hear him go, oh God, no. That's that's the part that made me laugh. Listen. You do it while you're riding? I think he says, oh, shit. Does he? Does it? <laughs> now, I'm laughing. I've never when, heard you laugh that hard, I know. ever. I laugh We've so hard. pretty funny shit. It's probably going to be a while before I get him back out on the bike, but I enjoyed it. It was a nice ride. In fact, uh, I'll probably take that ride again. So you take a kid who's not used to going on bikes and getting outside, and as soon as he stretches wings, you clip him, right? Right. <laughs> You're crazy. That's my style. I want to talk about some news real quick before we get out of here. I want to end on some news because there was some uh, some some craziness going on. Before we get started, I want to I, I've spruced up the news song. It's been gone for a while, but uh, I, I've, I I redid it. So at three in the morning, I was singing as loud as I can to uh, <laughs> to bring this to you. So uh, here we go. A couple of uh, news stories happened this week. You had pointed me toward a podcast. You talked about it last week, this Hillbilly Nerd Talk. Yeah. On their podcast, they were talking about a, I guess it's it's like a a viral video where these young girls, probably between the ages of like five and nine, um, said a bunch of swear words. Basically, they were talking about how it's not fair. uh, Equality between women and men is, is... skewed and uh a bunch of i don't know how would you explain it well the, the pay inequality and basically women's rights and they're saying judge me by um who i am and what i can my do my assets not my ass that kind of right thing. but in the so i guess the thing that made it into a viral video is these little girls were saying bad words uh dropping the f-bomb they were dressed up like little pretty princesses and they were they were cursing like grown feminists yeah pretty <gasps> pretty pretty Princess in distress. I'm pretty fucking powerful and ready for success. So what is more offensive? A little girl saying fuck or the fucking on equal and sexist way. Society treats girls and women. I don't care about kids swearing. We've seen it. We've seen cartoons swearing. Yeah. You know, we've seen kids swearing. It's it's nothing new in the in the uh as they pointed out in the 70s, like all these movies, like, uh, you know, about camp or whatnot, all these kids swore. It was like a, 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 a very, um, like, oh my God, I can't believe they did that. That's yeah. what sort of brought out the laugh. Well, it was supposed to 
a, shock and shock people from them angrily saying well their whole thing was like there's words more offensive than fuck was their big thing like we can say fuck 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 a bunch of times but what's really offensive is what's happening to women that right you know what i mean they were talking about you know date rape they were talking about uh equality and pay um not judging you by your physical appearance and, and and so on and so forth but my contention was this Again, I just thought it was a stupid commercial because you're just pushing your agenda by having girl these little girls say shocking stuff. But it's no different than the the but stupid. It was smart. Look, I mean, look how many people were watching it. And talking yeah, but about it. but it doesn't change. You're, but you're I, you're a Twitter guy. You know, say say whatever. Get eyes on you. No, you know I, I mean, I agree. That's, but that's I don't think doing. that any commercial. I've never watched a McDonald's commercial and went, man, I really need a. A McDonald's cheeseburger, but like the the ASPCA commercials with a dog with the eye patch or a dog with a walking stick or you know any of those sad things. They, they never the lady who's smoking a cigarette out of her neck hole. None of that yeah. shit ever made me. I don't know, man. If there's an advocate to quit smoking, I mean that's it. You don't remember those back in the day? I mean, I you smoked, I smoked. It Not never like that. But no, when, they didn't have the commercials with the woman talking through her tray where she, ring, where she pulls off the wig and she's bald and she's got a tray hole. I'm pretty and, sure I'd quit by the time really those commercials. So yeah. you see, maybe I'm wrong. So maybe they did affect you in that. Those sort commercials of way. are pretty raw, man. The smoking ones on the same vein of thinking. So there was another viral campaign that well, like I guess took over the news this week, and it was about a girl named Shoshana Roberts, I believe is her name. And she made a video about. She made a video basically saying girls are being catcalled and they're being harassed and they're being Uh, verbally assaulted. Verbally assaulted on a daily basis by random dudes who don't know where the line is. So what she did was she had a friend videotape walking in front of her, videotaping her, and she was just dressed in a black shirt and jeans and had like a, a scowl on her face and walked through Manhattan for 10 hours at different times of the day or whatever over a 10 hour period of time. She didn't make any eye contact. She completely, her body language showed that she had Somewhere zero be. interest. She was beelining it right, across the city. Zero interest in making conversation with any of these people. She was making a TNA line right through the city. Ultimately, the video showed a bunch of guys, just like she said, what she considered catcalling. Well, I watched the video and I'm like, listen, I understand what you're saying. Like, I guess it gets annoying or whatever, but did anybody really harass you or make you feel threatened? I mean, they're saying like, hey, baby, hey, you look nice. How you doing? Why don't you smile? And I thought to yeah. myself, like, how are you really annoyed by that? You're really saying that this is something that's offensive or harassing or threatening to, to the, the average woman? I mean, what do you think? There was... A guy that walked alongside of her, they they showed like the time elapsed thing for like two or three minutes and didn't say a word and just walked like right next to her and kept looking. That was super weird. And then he started saying like, you won't give me your number because I'm ugly? And he started saying weird shit. If I was a woman, I'd be like, oh, this dude's about to attack me. That guy was weird. And there was a couple others that were, you know, maybe not kind, but there was... I, there was a lot of them. Where, well, I don't where think anybody was, was not kind. I mean, everybody yeah, was... Yeah, some people was, were not kind. You're, the, nobody was saying like... You're ugly or you're fat or hey, you bitch. No, no I, mean, I didn't all... say insulting. I said not kind. How were they not kind? Like, what would you consider not kind? Well, the guy walking by her, staring at her. Like, he was okay, gonna, besides like he was that, rape though. her right then and there. That was kind of weird. I think he was trying to get her attention because she was looking straight ahead. I'm not. Dude, he I, was and, the creepiest dude I, ever. I agree. I'm not. Yeah. So, but I, what, what I was saying is that there's a, there was a large portion of the guys that were just like. Especially the hefty black dudes were just like, good Lord, thank you, Jesus. Like, she was walking by, they were like, praise the Lord. And I was like, well, I feel pretty good. But I I think that they were, in their eyes, they were, they think, 
that's they're not saying anything negative. They're they're I look at it like they're paying tribute to her beauty. I don't know what they think they're going to get out of it. I don't think any girls ever stopped and be like, "Really? Let's hook up." Right. You know, so I don't know what the psychology is of of saying I've never ever in my life said something like that. I would feel too uncomfortable and I guess not self-assured enough to make a say something like that to a woman. It's just very weird. Oh yeah. You you have? Oh, I'm sure I have. Yeah, I'm sure I'm sure I have. Sure. That's this is weird. Me and Ben have just flipped yeah. places. But I I'm feel sure there's, yeah, there I mean there's been times when I've been drunk at the bar in my younger days when I would just go thank you. Thank you for that. Those are awesome. You know what I mean? Uh, right. Yeah, like like those construction workers would. But uh, you were drunk. They're stone cold sober. Well, walking aside them is weird. And like because that's almost like a form of. But that's the one thing though that you found weird out of yeah, the whole ten yeah. hours, which well, was five minutes of. of I watched of it a briefly next in the car. Him. I haven't watched it since, so I don't remember it as well as you do. I feel like I could handle the situation a lot better. Um, and what I did was I took the audio of the guys cat calling her and I put myself in the situation. You walked a mile in her shoes. Good. How are you? I will. I will. I just need to get some coffee. You have a good day, my man. Hey, what's up, girl? Hey, girl. Wait, what? How you doing? Pretty, pretty, pretty good. I know, I can only reply to one person at a time. Hey, baby. Uh, I knew these extra large sunglasses weren't unisex. Hey, yes. Why are you smart? Honestly, I shouldn't have eaten at White Castle breakfast. Have a nice evening. And you have a splendid one yourself. Gotta be honest, I'm feeling pretty good about getting that part shaved in my head. And apparently I'm not the only one. God bless. I'm actually Jewish. <laughs> Sexy American Eagle. My tattoo? It's actually a koi fish. Uh, are you following me? Dude, it's been like four minutes. <laughs> uh, we're going like six minutes. Can you back off? New tracksuit. Like it? Doing good? Yeah, I told the guy back there. Hey, look at that. $5,000. Oddest compliment ever. <laughs> but I'll take it. What's up, man? I'm not a miss. I'm a mister. How you doing? Honestly, can you leave me alone? <laughs> Go shit in your head, you f***ing creep. <laughs> So, I mean, even I agree that after a while, it gets a little bit much. It certainly would get old. It would get old. I, but you know what? The, the and I, if we'll have to, we'll have to tweet out these links. Um, she wasn't dressed like um, she's wearing jeans and a black shirt. Right. I mean, they weren't like baggy. She That's what good. I wore too. She good anyway. Is how you did it. <laughs> but uh, I, I see her point. And I'm sure it is frustrating. But the other side of it is, look, this you're getting unwanted attention from men. I, I'm guessing that's the problem, right? I'm getting this unwanted right. uh, verbal word, word, attention from men. Um, unless you walk around catcalling men, how are you going to interact? How many of these guys that are catcalling her on the street 
are actually going to even go near an internet. Most of these people look homeless, for one thing. Yeah. I mean, they don't look like they're they're the kind yeah. of people who are searching the internet for viral videos about harassing I like women. I do those hanging out in front of the store and goes, I just found a thousand dollars. I'm not even <laughs> sure. Did he mean like I could put you out to work and make a thousand dollars off of you, or like you're as beautiful as a thousand? Or was he even talking to her and he just find a thousand dollars? Yeah, who knows? Like, I'm it's all about money, bitch. Who's looking at you? It's all relative. Well, the other side to that is what if. Okay, you don't want unwanted attention, but it also makes men uncomfortable when you're good-looking sometimes. Case in point, I went to the dermatologist today because uh, it's getting cold out. I, I'm just getting dry skin or whatever, right? Nothing weird, nothing creepy. I didn't have to say, like, hey, look at this. Do you think this is herpes? It wasn't that way. But I go in, and I'm expecting to just see some crusty old doctor. Well, my the dermatologist that came in was, I'm probably younger than me. And not bad looking. My <laughs> wife happens to think that that our dentist is very striking. She always says like, "Oh, I went to the doc- doctor was there today." She always talks about our dentist. Well, I went to this dermatologist. <laughs> it wasn't a big deal, but I wasn't expecting to have some embarrassing part of me right. talk about to what was a good looking woman. So it was very, very confusing. It was even, it was <laughs> even worse. So, yeah. So I, I, you know, when she was like, "So what seems to be the problem?" I was like, "Nothing. I'm awesome. Why?" You know what I mean? Like, right. I, I, I got to put my game face on. You know, I mean, I, it's so. It's, what's, what's, what seems to be the problem? Are you having some nothing? I'm. What are you talking about? I'm. I look great, right? It's a very manly thing to do. <laughs> right. It was just. Uh, it was super awkward because uh, you don't want to say like, "Hey, something's wrong" or "Something's weird" or "I need this help." You don't want to. What's say wrong that. with you? If she was, well, it's the same as the bank, right? When I bring in my money, I don't want to go to the best looking teller. I'm going to go to the old hag and be like, here's my chain. No. Don't think less of me. Why are you at the doctor? Dry skin. Because That's it? Yeah. Just dry. You go to a doctor for that? Get some lotion. No, I go to a dermatologist. I know, but why don't you just they, get lotion? They, they deal with things like skin. Dude, what I don't get is for a guy that, again, I hate mm. harping on this, but doesn't have cable, yeah. you spend an awful lot of money in doctor's offices. No, what yeah, about? from the from the eighty five dollars. Yeah, I mean, you get crazy. You with know this what? Stuff. There's nothing good on TV, and it affords me to explore all these options. I took my daughter to gymnastics the other day, and it was the weirdest thing because this lady, there was like a, obviously a grandparent, a grandpa had brought his granddaughter, and this other lady walks up and is like, is that your granddaughter? Is that your granddaughter? And the guy's like, yeah. And she goes, I could totally tell he looks just like you. And this dude was like, he looked like, he had a, like a W.C. Fields bulbous drunken nose. He had hair growing out of his ears. He looked like... If Danny DeVito and Rhea Perlman had a child, and I don't know that they did, but I'm assuming if they did, it was this if is what it did. would look like. Ugh. And I'm thinking, then you have this like beautiful little girl, and she's like, I totally, I could see it. The resemblance. Oh my, it's crazy. And then she calls over her friend. She's like, doesn't she look like her grandpa? And I'm thinking, he's heinous. Doesn't this baby look like an 85-year-old Slovak? Yeah. Doesn't he exactly? <laughs> Look at him. Look at his ears. You know how big his ears are going to get? He's that so guy is a pack of palm Malls personified. I mean, he looked like, like you said, I mean, I've never seen a more grotesque human being in my life. And then they, they oh, compare gonna, it to this little gonna girl. He's going to grow up and smoke menthols. Look at him. He's so cute. <laughs> it was a girl. That's the even worse She's part. even cuter. But like, I don't understand what compels. But that's why I said people, mind your fucking business. Uh, photographers taking pictures of your kids if they wanted to take pictures in their ballet clothes or their oh, uh, gymnastic clothes. 
And one of the photographers was a man. Not a big fan of that. And he was coming up and talking baby talk. My daughter's three, and I'm like, well, first of all, she's past baby talk. She doesn't really do the baby talk thing. But nothing, if it's a woman, cool. Nothing's creepier than a dude that is not related to you or not the father. You're not, you know what I mean? If it was me talking baby talk to my kids, it's one thing. But a strange dude. And it wasn't even like he was trying to get her to smile to take a picture because she wasn't in front of a camera. Other family members are cool too, but outside of that is like... Baby talk is obnoxious. Do do you want your kid to continue to talk like a baby? Shouldn't you talk to your kid normal so they get the idea of what the sounds of the words sound like? (laughs) I'd love to see a teenager that's still stuck with it. Yeah. How was biology quiz? (laughs) How was it? How was it? The kid just starts clapping. I just like when I talk about not dancing, how you put yourself out there when you dance. I look at this guy and I'm like, dude, what is wrong with you? Why are you talking baby talk? Like, dude, there's other hot moms around here. There's no way. Yeah, you're screwing up your chances. Yeah, I mean, you just cannot look like a cool dude if you're talking baby talk. If you're a male photographer, you are supposed to take pictures of, like, hot women. Right. Mainly male photographers should be working at, like, Sports Illustrated. You can do weddings if you have a hot assistant. Yeah. Because then it's like, well, he's doing the wedding, but at least he got a hot assistant. That's the caveat, is that you bring a chick around that's going to do your work, like, kid work. Yeah, but when it, you got to always be on top of your game, you know, you got to have that gamesmanship. You have to. You never know when a hot chick's gonna walk in. You're talking baby talk. Well, the guy that did my friend's wedding, he looked so cool. Like he had like this fitted, like vintage looking suit. And he had like a, a modern. Oh, I I pictured like a Hulk Hogan shirt that he could rip the back off of. But he, go on. He did not Hulk his shirt. He had uh, he had on like like a cool like modern affliction shirt. No, no, he had like oh, a, a modern sorry. haircut. Uh, and he had this really like a boa. He did have a bow. He did have a bow. <laughs> you're like, yeah, now what, asshole? No, I don't know. He was a photographer. Anyways, what were you saying? No, I was just nah, ruining what you were saying. That's fine. That's it. He's the He's the Never gets old to me. <laughs> you can't get great. old to me. I love it. Um, Jose Canseco. Shot his goddamn finger off. Yeah, did that happen the day of Game 7? I think so, yeah. But yeah, I was seeing him on Twitter about something about his hand. I was like, what the hell are they talking about? Why would he, they involve him in this great game? Apparently, <laughs> what is Jose Canseco in good baseball? I mean, yeah. why are, we should never have these two. in this arena. <laughs> Literally. Apparently, he was in his... Home, I'm assuming he lives in an apartment or a motel at this point, but he was somewhere and was cleaning his handgun, which unfortunately was still loaded, which we see all the time, is, and he ended up uh, shooting his finger off. That is amazingly dumb to clean your gun while it's loaded. It's so <laughs> Well, dumb. I don't think he thought his gun was loaded. I think that's the... Uh, <laughs> I know it happens all the time, but like... How about doing that, that extra check? Isn't Just, that the number... If your gun ends up dirtier than you started, fine. Don't you check for ammo first and foremost? You'd think, but this is Jose Canseco, and I'm assuming. Uh, and if I, I have to feel that his finger probably grew back. It. If you do that, you deserve it. At this point, why even have the finger? How's I'd be gonna, like, how's he gonna run his fingers through that greasy mop <laughs> without all his proper? You know what? Digits? I, I'm a I'm a huge uh, Jose Canseco guy, man. Love the guy. I mean, now more than ever because I believe he's sort of like Mike Tyson 15 years ago. He's like he's like Lindsay Lohan and uh, what's the other girl that threw the uh, Amanda Bynes? Yeah, but for the sports world, would you not agree? Yeah, I mean he's certainly way more newsworthy when he's not playing athletics. 
I remember <laughs> like two years ago, he had a Twitter campaign where he was trying to like become the like general manager of uh, now Florida Marlins. He's always doing so much doozy shit. It never has to do with sports, and sports is the reason we know who he is. Right, but. He the guy's obviously clinical. Like how Rodman was like wearing dresses and shit for five years after he got out of the NBA. He was like doing all and it's like just to keep okay. people's attention tattoos, on tattoos. You're having <laughs> sex with strippers. You like Red Bull. You're smoking. You're depressed. But you're you Dr. And, Drew. Then you went over to North Korea and you were the ambassador for the United States. And then <laughs> right. you cried, but you were drunk. Then you apologized for that. Right. So can right. we expect to see? Contigo Rodman should definitely be on a show together. That would be like, be like a cartoon, an animated show. series. Like, oh, like naked, naked and afraid, but with Dennis Rodman and Jose Canseco. Didn't they do? Wasn't Jose Canseco on one of those seasons of I'm a Celebrity, Get it, Me Out of Here, or like uh, VH1? Where are they now, Celebrity? Where they I live? Know, put him in a house with like Emmanuel Lewis. Yeah, he's done some of that. Mr. Stuff. Belvedere. But I want to see like <laughs> naked. But it'd be called like Big and Dumb instead of Naked and Afraid. <laughs> Instead of like just the woods, it would be like um, it would be like normal like household things. Like you have to like you have to get up and you have to be able to cook breakfast. You know what I mean? Or you have to make you have to make a meal that doesn't include alcohol or drugs. <laughs> like normal everyday things they would have to do. I feel like they remember like Jose Canseco started he tried to box for a while. He was trying to raise money. I think he boxed like Horshack or like he boxed some ridiculous like Danny Bonaducci or something to that effect. But I mean, arguably the best baseball player to ever play. I mean he's definitely in the top. Oh, I don't know if that's very arguable. Oh yeah. You know, I mean, I've Jose Canseco, one of the best to ever oh, yeah. play. Like At, naturally talented. In your best case scenario, it's arguable. In your absolute best case. <laughs> Maybe I was thinking of Derek Jeter. <laughs> he was certainly awesome. I mean, the Bash, right. the Bash brothers, right? Isn't that what him yes. and McGuire? McGuire yeah, they were. Him. I mean, they were great in their time for sure. They were sluggers. He did, uh, he did a lot for baseball. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. He was bringing steroids to the game and really making it exciting again. Yeah. And, and you know what? I like that about him. After that whole, like, baseball has done so much with these stupid, like, strikes, which we haven't seen one in a while, but, like, I'm a Cubs fan, and the Cubs suck perennially, and I've just gotten to the point where I'm like, you know what, I, I will never be a Sox fan because I detest the Sox, but I just left baseball. I mean, the Cubs, it isn't the strike anymore. It's the fact that the Cubs suck so bad. It's because I don't care anymore. Well, they're about to be good pretty soon, but it, baseball Yeah, is, sure they are. They and that's are. a Cubs fan saying that, okay? Uh, but I will tell you this. I they saw won't win. they won't win. I saw game seven. Me and my wife were watching TV, and I say, "Hell, game seven's on." And I've been watching all these thirty for thirties, and I'm like, "Man, I want to, I want to get a piece. I want to be there when it happens one time." You got the sports you know? bug. So yeah, I watched the the Bulls versus the Knicks, and uh, then I I was flipping back and forth. It was the same day, Bulls opener, and uh, dude, what an amazing game between the Royals and the uh, Giants. Game yeah. seven. I mean, you know, even when you're a kid. Like when when you're doing the game where you just crack you know fly balls to each other, what do you say? You go game seven, World right. Series, two outs. You know the game comes down to this. It literally came down to like a that. pitch. It was great. And then they they couldn't touch um, Bum Bumgarner. Yeah, it was. Madison Bumgarner. Madison Bumgarner. They could not touch this guy. Like could not get. Nobody was getting anything off him. Well, you're down to the very last out. This guy hits. You know what looks like okay, maybe a single, maybe a double. You're gonna get on base. Dude makes a charge for it and just, yeah, just the, fucks it up. So the center fielder, it, it, I think it takes a hop. It bounces off his glove and it goes to the warning track. Now well, the, he did that thing where you either play it on a hop or you dive and catch. He didn't either. He ran <laughs> to get it and then just sort of like, oh, I'm not going to catch it. The left fielder runs in, tries to grab the ball, and obviously because of his – I'm assuming that – I really have to believe this would not have it. happened. He kicked the damn ball. This would not have happened, though, during regular season play. It's the adrenaline. It's this is it. 
his fine motor skills gone. And yeah. he is his hand is like a, a might as well have been a a, a a ream of bananas or whatever you would call it. You know, well, he, he he grabbed onto the ball and just bobbled it. Once he's seen the other guy miff it the first time, then it probably sent his his right. brain is probably like, oh, I gotta grab that ball. He so kicked it. He try, yeah, he kicks it. He tries to pick it up. He bobbles the ball. Now you've got the uh, the Kansas City guy on third base. And my thing is, on which why aren't you going? You dude, you should have been. You should have been flagged home because it's at the warning track. You're already coming into third base, and you're not sliding. He's still running, standing up. So I'm wondering if the coaching staff now is kicking themselves because. He, I look he at like would have this. been out by 20. You got to make the perfect throw from center field to home plate. How far is the wall? The relay guy had 300, the ball. 400 at, feet, at, right? At that, 300. Point, at that point, the relay guy had the ball. So it wasn't. No. He, he didn't have to throw it from the warning track. He but he, you, the runner only has to move 90 feet from third base to home plate. Right. Okay. I'm coming through there like Brian Erlacher. But that I'm, ball was I'm, in shallow outfield at best by the time he hit third I'm going to blast the catcher yeah. out of the field. I'm going to take that shot. Win, lose, or draw, it's going to come down to this. The catcher knows I got to play this ball. Not only that, I got this guy steaming down the third base path. I still feel like, hey, let the chips fall where they may. You got to go with it. Yeah, yeah, I heard. Now some... looking back, because the next play just ended up being like a like a. Uh... Well, I've heard some people say that too. Uh, I was out there. The, I'm just watching the play. I remember going like, "Holy shit, is he going to go home? Is he going to go home?" And the, once they they flagged him, uh, I wanted to see him go home because I wanted to see what would happen. But the logical part of my brain knows he would have been thrown out by a Yeah, but what are the odds of another guy getting a hit off this pitcher who is lights out? Not good, but better than the odds. I don't think so because you can can ram the dude. You can ram the catcher. You could bobble the ball loose. There's so many more. What if what if the you know the catcher's nerves are 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 working on him too and he and he doesn't make the catch? Pretty simple play though. Just I mean shallow outfield to catcher. Pretty simple. What do you think the the bold the, the straight up statistics are? Better for you to make that play at home and, and be able to ram the catcher no, st- or somebody else to get a fair hit off a pitcher who's completely lights out. Another one. Uh, the st- Statistic-wise, definitely stay at third. If you're playing, Man, I don't no, agree. No, 100%. You're going off of like emotions like, I just watched Rocky. I want to kill this dude. That'd be awesome. Nobody really hit, gonna work, Nobody though. was hitting this guy. The chances of somebody else being able to... There's no... Yeah, you already but, have two outs. But it was the third time he'd pitched in the series. He was... For all you know, he's just about out of gas. Yo, I'm not going to hey, risk it, man. This just, guy is. You just got to hit. That maybe that's now the pitcher's mind is all. Oh shit! This all all it takes is one bad. There's pitch. just so many variables. Right, right. All I'm saying is it was an amazing game. Awesome great. game seven. I couldn't have. And me and my wife were both screaming for the Royals. I mean, I definitely wanted. The I Royals wanted the Royals to win, to win too. And a lot a, of people, it's a Midwest thing. A lot of people because they're. Well, I'm a Sox fan because they're in the American League Central. A lot of people. Oh, fuck the Royals because they play the Sox. I wasn't that way at all. No. They never win anything. Kansas City <laughs> never gets anything good that happens to them. Last exciting thing, Kansas City was a bombing. The last, so they deserved a World the Series. The last exciting sports things that happened in Kansas City was Tecmo Bowl, Super Tecmo Bowl, Christian Okoye, the best running back in Super Tecmo Bowl history. Anybody, check the stats. I was just about to say that. <laughs> anybody, <laughs> if anybody liked to argue, I know Bo Jackson was the best in the first Tecmo Bowl, but Christian Okoye, the Nigerian nightmare... Best ever. Christian Hasoy, the skateboarder from California, was the best. Wait, oh, shit, you lost me. Um, yeah, it was pretty awesome, man. It's pretty great. But hockey, you know what? Baseball's over. Hockey's here. I don't give a shit about football anymore. So I watched this basketball game, like I said, and I was actually interested. But I'm I'm thinking, man, this is so back and forth. And like, why does it even matter until the? Why don't we just play just a 20 minute game and that's it? Maybe I might watch that. You know, but it really comes down to five minutes. 
No, it comes down to two minutes. It's actually forty-five minutes. Yeah, it's filler. It's it's it's, it, it's insane how long they can stretch a two minute the end of a basketball game. Nothing. No sport has more fluff than basketball. Uh, the last piece of crazy news I wanted to talk about was this. Stu- I call her asshole of the week, and I wish I had a bumper for it. I'll make one eventually. Nice. But this uh, Casey Hickok, she's a nurse from Maine who came back from Sierra Leone. And she she was uh, part of this Doctors Without Borders. She's a nurse. Uh, she was helping people with Ebola in Africa. Comes back to the States. Gets flagged at the airport. She tells them where she was coming from. They're like, hey, we need to put you in this quarantine room. She does that. They end up telling her, hey, we're going to quarantine you because you don't have any symptoms. Now we're going to quarantine you to your house. Uh she refuses to be quarantined. She's out on bike ride. She's going around the city. She, well, she like took it to court. Well, right? eventually, yeah. Then the governor steps in and's like, because I think they had police and everybody following her and watching her until they could actually get like an injunction. Yeah, because they're like For once a once a judge says like, hey, we're gonna go ahead and like quarantine her. Then they were gonna take her into custody and force her to do whatever. Well, she ends up going up in front of a judge and they say, well, we'll let you, we'll do like a lax one where you just have to check in every now and then and make sure that you still like don't have any arrest. symptoms. But the fact of the matter is before all that happens, you're a dumbass. You're really, I mean, why not, do you understand that everybody is concerned? So why not just roll with the punches? I, I, yeah. It's, I don't understand how as a government, we don't just say you don't get to ride your bike. You don't get to go out. You don't get to, we're telling you you're being quarantined. If you want to be with doctors without borders and helping people out there, this is what's going to happen when you come back. It seems like a lot of pussyfooting for a government deal. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, and they're like, please, please don't go out and give everyone a bowl up. And they got, they got cops and whoever following around waiting for the, the, the judge to slam the gavel down to demand that she's, be, you know, taken into custody and quarantined. Well, and I, my not- thing is like, I get it. It sucks for you. Okay. You're inconvenienced. I'm sure it's bad, but cause you don't think you have a bowl and maybe you don't, but what if you're wrong? What, what if you're wrong? Now you, everyone on your stupid bike ride gets Ebola. Everyone that when you you what had if to go other to people follow to, suit that do have Ebola? You've set a precedent that like, hey, we're just not going to listen when the government when we're told by the government that this is what we need to do. Nah, just not doing it. That's where we're at now. Yeah, I mean the downside to you going out and doing whatever you want is is so bad that like I mean okay, you got to get quarantined for a little bit. Yes, it does suck, but you know what? You went to a place that has Ebola everywhere and you came back and you may have, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like I could deal with being quarantined for 21 days. You've been quarantined for how many years now? And you're fine. Look at you. You're a hundred. I actually went on a bike ride. You went on a bike ride. Look what happened. (laughs) Hit me up at Hey, my Dave on Twitter. Hit Ben up at Hey, my Ben. Uh, you can reach the podcast at Hey, my man podcast, um, on Twitter. Uh, Hey, my man podcast at gmail.com for the email. Um, you can call two three seven ninety forty if you want to leave a voicemail, but I would suggest that you don't even bother at this point. Even if you don't. wore one of those slutty costumes and you had to go walk around in the sleet in it, please send me a picture. Oh. That'd be so funny. We made it through. It was a. It, I'll tell you what; these kids braved it. Being thirty seven degrees and sleeting, really? they still went out and and uh, my kids did for sure. Wow. I wouldn't have it any other way. I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> You mean you didn't just go, nah, it's okay. You don't need to get pneumonia for free Snickers. Not a big no, deal. actually, one of the other communities around here canceled Halloween for today and are going to postpone yeah. it till another day. And I was like, nah, that's not I heard, but, but like, I, like I Halloween's my, Halloween. Like I told my wife when, they, when she said they canceled it, I go, how can they cancel something no one's in charge of? <laughs> no one's in charge of my house. Okay, so if you go, trick-or-treating is not going to happen. Well, guess what? If I turn my light on and I have a big bowl of Butterfingers, 
Right. No one's going to tell me you can't come get them. I'm not going to say no, you can't. Like, what are you going to tell the... Oh, look, I'm sorry, Elsa and Anna. I know it's 30 degrees and you're in the snow and dresses, but they said Hey, no. we were told. We, we were, were told. told. We don't sorry you didn't get the message. I'm quarantined. All right. Later. Later. That is such a sticky bit.